Hi everyone, welcome to the Heads or Tails podcast hosted by myself, Matt McClory. How sharp is your leadership edge? Recently, at staff meetings, I've been encouraging our team around different edges to leadership. Just like a knife, a sharp edge has the ability to cut with precision and clarity. But a dull blade can be ineffective at times and even cause more damage. Today, I want to talk about the edge of competence and how as leaders we can all grow in our skill set. A great leader understands the power of developing competency. I wonder what your competencies are as a leader. What are you good at? What's, what's, your, what's your lane? What's your core skill? What, what are you proficient at? Um, maybe you're really good with, with, with finances, stewardship. Maybe you're, a, um, maybe you're really good with relationships and communication. Maybe you're, a, um, you know, maybe you're really good kind of behind the scenes and doing administration. Even people who do administration, like that's your lane. It's a core competency. The way you see the world, you can bring order to it. That's awesome. But everyone has core competencies. Um, in church life, I would say for us, as, and this is what I was saying to our staff, for us as staff, there are some basic core competencies that we have as church leaders. So for example, some of the core competencies, if someone on the outside of our church was to walk in and be met with us, us as staff, um, as church leaders, what would they come into contact with when it comes to our competencies? Uh, it'd be things like this. And these are the basics for me, um, that we know God, we, 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 we have a knowledge um, of who God is and we know him personally and we're able to show people how to have a relationship with God. Something else that I would call is a basic core competency for us as leaders here at our church is that we know his word. Um, we're able to teach people uh, the word of God. We're able to lead people to know the word of God. Um, that's a core competency for us here at Colonial Church as staff. Something else is we speak the truth. We're people that proclaim, we're verbal, we, we reach out, we extend. That's why our speech as leaders, our tone, our language is so important. You know, it's not so much what you say, it's also how you say what you're saying. And so my, my challenge to, to our staff was like, guys, like when it comes to our speech, as we're speaking truth, as our one of our core competencies of proclaiming God's truth and, and, and being expressions, um, you know, like that, how encouraging is our speech? So what's your tone like? Um, maybe that, that, that convicts you a little bit just being a Christian in your workplace. Let me encourage you. You know, your speech, your tone, what you speak, how you say it. Um, you know, for me, it's kind of like at Colonial Church, we have a dialect. You know, if you spend time around the leaders of Colonial Church, you'll experience there's a dialect here. It's more than just like a positive thing. It's like we have a language that's, that's unique to our church. It comes from the heartbeat of our church. It comes from our core beliefs, our values, um, you know, our, our cultural values, which are actually listed on our website. You can go and read them, but they will show you um, that we speak truth. Um, so there's some basics when it comes to core competencies. And so now there's more advanced things we could talk about when it comes to the leading edge, the edge of competence, your lane as a leader, your skill, your proficiency, what you're good at, how can you get better at it? Okay, so in 1 Corinthians 12, the Apostle Paul does 
just gives us his absolutely incredible passage on the church, the body of Christ. Christ is the head, us being members of the body, each having a part to play, um, each understanding as we read that passage how vital it is to know that they're connected, they're valuable, they each have a part. That's you and me. And in, in, in breaking that down into what we do every single day, it ends up being our skills, you know, and what we bring to the table when it comes to the gospel going out and our role in, in, in seeing it, you know, you and I were the hands and feet of Jesus. And so when you think about it, when you break that down, there's something that your part does and my part does that we can grow in. We can, we can grow in our skill. We can grow in our blade. We can sharpen our blade. Um, and so I challenged our, 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 our staff. I was just like, guys, uh, let's keep growing in our core competencies. Let's keep growing in our competencies. And as we do that, as we, as we step out to do that, um, what's going to take place is our leadership's going to grow. Our, our, our edge is going to get sharper. Um, one sign or a few signs that maybe you aren't growing anymore in your competency and your skill level, just some signs for you. These are warning signs. Um, are you bored? Boredom has an amazing way of setting in sometimes when we're not being challenged to grow. Um, when things seem a little routine, that that's a sign that we've leveled out. And, and I just want to say, from a leadership perspective, that's a that's a trap. That's a that's a place that you don't want to exist and live in for too long because um, you're not going to grow if you if you if you're living in that zone. Okay. Um, but here's what I would say when it comes to, to growing in your core competency and developing that edge of competence. There's some, some things. I've got four things that I believe are just key ingredients to growing in core competencies and, and to developing skills and being even more proficient than you were last season. Okay, the first is this. You've got to stay humble. The truth is, you don't know everything. I don't know everything. I'm not being mean about it. It's just the truth. We don't know everything. There is always someone around us or someone in our world that knows more than us. I was reminded of this um, this truth, you know, when I when I worked in the financial industry. Um, you know, I was surrounded by people that just knew so much more than me every single day. I was surrounded by analysts and economists and um, you know salespeople and and, and and you know people in leadership and, and whatnot and and it was just it was so amazing to work in investment banking because I just I felt like a tiny little minnow in a massive pond full of huge fish and it was so good for my my humility because it taught me and it reminded me every single day man I can learn I can grow here because if my ears are open and I'm willing, um, then, then growth is going to come. Here's a saying that I'm, I've developed and I, and I want to share it with you, okay? Because I think, I think it's true. The Bible definitely uh, confirms it. But humility is a lead indicator that growth is going to come. Whereas pride is also a lead indicator that a fall is coming. In your life, my life, anyone's life, if there's humility... To me, that's a lead indicator. Learning's going to come. Growth's going to come. Blessing's going to come. The Word of God describes it that way, that, that, that God gives grace to the humble, 
Whereas when it comes to pride, it's a lead indicator that a fall is coming. The Bible says that in Proverbs. The Bible also says that God resists the pride, that he puts He puts distance, he puts space between himself and prideful people. So how do we keep growing this edge of confidence? We've got to stay humble. Are you humble? Do you stay humble? Um, I know for me, I, I need my humility checks from time to time. Um, that's why it's good to, you know, um, listen listen to your wife. My wife keeps me humble. Um, my kids keep me humble. My team keeps me humble. Um, uh, watching my messages every Sunday, um, you know, replaying them so I can get better. That certainly keeps me humble because it reminds me, man, there are much better preachers out there than me. Um but staying humble, I think, is so important. So that's the first thing. The second thing, stay hungry. What new thing are you seeking to learn to figure out to develop in this season? If you could just put it, put a put a name on it, or, or say this is the thing that I'm working in. If this is for me as a ministry leader, as someone who preaches the Word of God, that's you know leading people, teaching the Bible. You know, I could say this is an area of Scripture that I want to get better. I want to know it. I want to know more of. For me, that would be literally in real time. Um, I, I want to learn more about, you know, the the, the monarchy um, with the people of God in the Old Testament. That that, that, that that passage of Scripture, you know, 1st, 2nd Kings, learning about the kings of Israel, um, going back. And, and I, I, want to, I know that's an area that I want to develop in. So, there's a hunger for me to do that. I want to, I want to stay hungry. I want to also in the New Testament. I really want to get into more of um, the the pastoral letters. Um, but that's that's an, 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 an area for me of hunger. I want to stay hungry. So you got to stay humble. You got to stay hungry. Next one is you got to stay inquisitive. When's the last time you asked someone a question like this? Hey, how do you do that? It's interesting. As we go along in life, how, how, how less we ask that question to people. Because the truth is we, we just think we can do everything ourselves. We think we're, we're better. We're, we're not, not better necessarily than other people, but we just think we're, we've got to a level where we don't need to ask that question because we know how to do stuff. But I think asking questions and staying inquisitive is a way we can live. Stay inquisitive. When's the last time you asked someone, hey, how'd you do that? How do you do that? How do you how do you how do you make this food taste this good? How do you catch fish the way you catch? How, how do you how, how did you learn how to do this? Things like that. I think staying inquisitive is a really powerful thing and has the potential to really build us in our leadership. And then the last one is this: stay around big people, large people in spirit, large people when it comes to competence. I recently texted a, a friend of mine um, who's, who's older than me, probably not, not twice my age, but not far off. And I was just sharing with that person. I said, you know, I, I admire you. I respect you. Uh, I look up to you. And my statement was this. I said to them, I just want you to know that I look at you. And when, when, one thing I often think is when I get to your age and stage in life, your season in life, I want to have your type of faith. I think we've got to stay around big people. If you want to keep growing in your core competency, if you want to have a great leading edge of confidence, we've got to be people that understand, man, 
we, we can learn. There's so much more to learn. If you don't have someone in your world that's quote unquote bigger than you, I'm not talking about physical size. I'm talking about, you know, in life, someone that's, you know, further down the journey has been more successful, has seen more fruit in a particular area. Can I just encourage you? Get get people, get big people in your world. Um, Reach out to someone. Maybe it's going to take a bit of boldness to reach out to someone that, man, might not necessarily be looking to, to, to spend time with you, but that's one of the best ways that you can grow to develop that edge. So let's be people that understand that our skills, we can grow them, we can get better at them, and let's understand that even if we have levels of plateau, that there are opportunities to grow, but it's going to take humility, it's going to take a bit of hunger. Keep asking questions and stay around big people. Thanks for listening today. We pray that this episode encourages you and helps you in your own leadership journey. We'd love for you to subscribe and why don't you leave us a review. Until next time, much love.